Hey, this is your girl, Alexandra Bernard Simmons, and you're listening to Flagrant 2, where I chatted up with Mr. D. Murph. You do not want to miss it. Yo, 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 drop it up there. You are not tuned in to Flagrant 2. D. Murph! Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pac, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Hey, this is Gabby. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and the Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in to the Flavor Two. Yeah, it's official, man. Now here's your host, D-Bugs. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuning in to the Flagrant Two with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally almost got something to say. Verbally or even non-verbally Y'all ready I know I'm ready Let's do it I know for some of those listeners They're like Murph this is the episode we've been waiting for If you do not know what I'm talking about Please check out the episode With this guest on Why Not Sports And I'll give it a shout out later But world Help me Help me And I mean this Help me Welcome International award winning Woman empowerment and community movement. Think like a boss. Mom, family woman. Hooper. I'm going to tell you that again. Hooper. <laughs> Just out here, dancer. Uh, uh, a serial entrepreneur like. When you talk about hand in, in a lot of pots and, 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 and just staying active. World, help me. Welcome. Alex. Alexandra Bernard Simmons to the flagrant two. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for uh, rocking with me for another great day and another great episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hello, podcast world again. Come on. Come on. I didn't even say that you were even a podcaster. So shout out to Brother Brady. Um, I got to let the world yes, know how. Frank, yes. Yeah, Brother Frank, how we kind of came about. He did a IG live with her, and I said, "Yo, bro, good guy." I met in DC when I was there in November, and he responded back. And I was like, "Yo." Then that's when Alex responded back uh, to uh, my post, so I went to check it out. You know me, I'm I'm all about our people. I love our culture. If y'all haven't looked at my guests, <clears throat> kind of give it away. But anyway, so I'm like, "Yo, she dope." <laughs> so I was like, "Yo," and then I looked to see the. Uh, type of mutual friends or who follows who I said yo we got a few people that both know us I think it's our turn to connect and here we are today absolutely here we are <laughs> here we are today but no I definitely uh, appreciate you for uh, being on the platform I wanna I wanna talk more on like being a founder of a CEO of Think Like a Boss where did the title or where did the name come from and what was the ultimate decision for you to to decide that you want to be that serial entrepreneur well um to be honest the the title of the because it was originally act like a lady think like a boss okay and the only reason why i came with that title is of course everybody heard of the movie and the book act like a lady think like a man gotcha and I would always say, uh, I mean, I love black men, period, but I don't want to take like no daggone man. Like, I am a woman. 
<laughs> there you I, go. <laughs> right? I want to act like such. Yeah. And I want to be a boss. Yeah. I, I'm not here. I'm not out here in these streets worried about thinking like a man. Like that's just not a, my number one priority. Right. So I wanted to make sure that women could understand that our life does do not have to circle around being a man uh being thinking like a man or having to be within a relationship like you know things like that should not be our priority is it important absolutely you want camaraderie you want relationship but it shouldn't be your main focus in life like there's so many other things that we can do or we are good at so that's where the the name um act like a lady think like a boss um came from and since we've been we've been more inclusive recently within the last few years and we also do a lot of work with teens i had uh shortened it to think like a boss and now our huge um events that we have every november with that brings around four to five hundred women that is our act like a lady think like a boss conference but think like a boss like the whole term the whole movement rather came about because I was working in technology hmm. and mind you yes yeah this is right this is a whole different i told you i'm like oh okay <laughs> this is new i didn't i didn't know this <laughs> yes um so after i graduated college um as a double major i used my degree in communicating communication and marketing okay. and i got a job in technology in the tech world working with partners and big names like google and autodesk and red hat and things of that nature and I was making, I mean, six figures by the time I was 25 years old, nice. right? But my soul was dying. Like everything, mm. everything creative about me was dying. And I call that time of my life death by cubicle. Because here I am, this creator, this dancer, this ball player inside of a cubicle, you know, making other people millions and millions of dollars, knowing that I can daggone do that for myself. Yeah. And what I started doing now is like after work, I was sneaking out to go to auditions and sneaking out to a gig to MTV and sneaking out to the B of uh, the VH1 set. It was like I was living this double life. And I was like, why am I doing that? Why am I treating my passions like the side chick? <laughs> like mm. this is this is something that should be like in the center of my life. So I started my business while I was still working my my corporate job, my nine to five. You know, your your nine to five funds the dream like it funds the dream and, and it and it helped me make a calculated risk to go from working in tech being the only black girl in that space you know having to represent us so hard and then going straight into entrepreneurship and the thing is i had to make it a calculated risk why you know i'm married i have a mortgage i have hmm. a son like there's <laughs> like there's no way that you just you know, yeah, you know oh, you I understand. right like you, you just can't do that right uh, mind you this was back in 2012 so everything just had to make sense and once i finally got the formula once I got it to a point where I quit the whole technology world and I started getting money solely off of my entrepreneurial endeavors, I know that I hit something. Like, I know this is it. So now it's like, I'm living freedom. I'm living my best life. Yeah. How do I take other people of color with me? Because right now, you know, the, the goal for some people is to live in their nine to five until they retire. Bump that. I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah. I'm just I'm just not doing that so and it was like again even becoming an entrepreneur it gave me freedom to be a mom mm -hmm. now I can coach my son yeah. now I can go to every I don't know where the last time I missed a game yeah I'm one of those obsessive moms that are at every single game yeah. because why I, I 
created a life for that. Whereas before, when I worked the nine to five, it's like you begging people to parent your child. Yeah. Is, it, is it possible for me to get off early? My son is sick. No, I need to go home. My son is sick. Parent. Bye. <laughs> right? So, yeah. um, so once I figured out that success, and again, I wish more black people would do this, you go back for everyone else. Come and on. I always say, I feel like I'm a modern day Harriet Tubman because I could have just took my success and left. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep coming back. Even if y'all don't know y'all slaves, guess what? I'm going to keep coming back. Come on. I'm going to keep coming back for you. Keep coming back for you. We are all going to live our best lives together. We all need to build generational wealth. We all need to have these conversations in our household with our teens. That's why we started Think Like a Boss Teen program. Like we need to change our language. Children learn through mimicry. So to go back and teach children about business and money and finances and things like that, teach the women, the women will take home to their husband. Like it's just a whole movement in itself to make sure that no one is left behind. And the same way that I found success, no one pays, like no one pays me. Of course my customers, but that's a whole different thing. I'm just saying no one's giving me a check every two weeks. I can do whatever I want. I am not, you know, silence in any way no one owns me like i'm literally moving in this world so freely and some people don't even know what that feels like and and that like i want y'all to know what that feels like so i go hard in the paint for lack of a better term to to make sure that we all know that there's knowledge out there and i can help regular people transfer from working in nine to five and working becoming an entrepreneur with more calculated risk that makes sense for themselves and their families mm, mm, mm. And, and you said something that whoo it, it hit me like boom like it's people out there that don't even know they're slaves but i, I oh. get my job I, I keep i'm job i got my job i get a check every week or every two weeks or every month i'm i'm okay right like i think i think i'm okay i got i can go home and and, and my bills are paid, but you're still struggling. You still got to ask to take off and yep. other things and listen to other people dictate how to think and what you do and what you should do and how you should do it. So yep. technically you are correct. So yep. thank you for saying they're, they're, that. They watch, they're watching you on Facebook. They watch everything that you do. They ready to fire you. Mm-hmm. Like you are so replaceable. Yep. yep. So yep. replaceable. And it's interesting you say that too Because even with me Like I'm I still Like I told you I still work I still have a job And it's to the moment It's the point now That any moment They might just be like We gonna find something To get rid of this guy Meaning me And if that's the case I'm okay I promise you Because one I've gathered Enough support from people Now including yourself That if That give me more time To see How I can monetize My brand now I have a 401k. I have a savings account. So if I still need a couple of months of of, 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 of a cushion from what I've earned through these years, then I can do that until I reach my brand, reach a certain level of monetizing that where I'm like, yo, things happen for a reason. Again, that's not a threat for my career or where I work at, but I'm, I'm already, I've been thinking about that the past two or three years. So yeah. Right. They, they, and that's, and that's something you should think about. And, one one tip that I give people, right? Mm-hmm. I became a minimalist before I made the jump. Mm. So what I mean by that is all the frivolous spending, all the stupid credit card, like everything like that was all paid down to where my bills equated to like maybe $2,500 a month. And that mm-hmm. included everything. 
the mortgage, the car, like it, everything was paid off to a science. Whereas now, Alex, you need to clear $2,500 a month in your entrepreneurial endeavors and you can make it. Yep. Right. So it's like trying to become a minimalist in that sense. And this is coming from the East Coast. I know for y'all, it's probably like cheaper. Like It is cheaper. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, the cost of living is just so different for you guys down there. So this is coming from someone that lives in New York, New Jersey area where things are very expensive. So it was like once I became a minimalist and I and I focused on things that made sense and only the bills that I needed. I'm talking about phone, electricity, all of that stuff. It got it down to a, a reasonable amount like. If you can make $2,500 a month, you can make it by yourself. And that's exactly what I did. Boom. Hey, y'all. I told y'all this is some heat right here. And if you're on the verge of trying to see what it's going to take to get to that next level, minimum. Make sure you pay off them as much as the like the credit cards or the car notes. That way you're not paying interest. And that interest could go toward your brand or your company. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. But a dancer, a choreographer. What, what did I know? We spoke on why not sports, especially when you said, as um, far as high school, either a coach or or a dancer. Like, when did your love for dance come about? Woo! When did my love for dance come about? I think it was the first time I seen Michael Jackson do the moonwalk, and come I'm on. like, yo, oh. <laughs> 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 like, oh, I just do that. Um, and it's so funny. I know we just spoke about basketball. Dance is actually a very similar story. I taught myself how to dance mm. by watching Michael Jackson. You know, back in the day, we had our little empty VHSs. Come on. You pop that junk in the, you know, the VCR player, press record. I will record every one of Michael Jackson's music videos and then play it and teach myself the choreography. So the, we're talking about pressing pause and stop and, you know, learning in reverse because it's mirrored when you watch from a TV. Um, I'm just really that type of self-motivated person because, again, um, being in a Caribbean household, we didn't have much money. So money weren't going to extracurricular activities. Money was only going to anything that was school related. So I had to teach myself how to dance. And I taught myself how to moonwalk. And once I taught myself how to oh, moonwalk. Oh, snap. It was a wrap from that. And then from there, you know, just every time my school had something, I did my first talent show and got a standing ovation. You like, like I feel like God gives you these hints throughout your life. Come like, on. you have to pay attention, though. Like, the signs are there. Like, that one time I got a standing ovation, it was just like something just snapped. Like, yo, I think I'm really good at this. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I, I can do this well. Mm-hmm. And then from there, my next instance was I won a homecoming pageant, you know, off of my talent. You know, you always got to do a talent with your homecoming pageant and things like yeah. that. And I did a, a solo dance again, standing ovation, and I walked away with a crown. It's like, oh, I might have something here. Like, you know, you get these signs throughout. And then by the time I got to college, I was the creative director of my of my dance team. And then from there, once I graduated college, again, it's like, you really love this. And you always said you wanted to do this. So are you going to do it or not? Nah? And I did it. I went to my first audition for MTV and I got it. And we're talking about I'm not a trained dancer. I never went to a dance school. What? I never went to a dance school. But wow. I'm like, God got me. Like, this is a talent that was so natural that it's my job to foster it and give it back to the world. So mm. that's exactly what I did with that. And again, like I said, I was able to go on tour and do amazing things 
Um, even as a mom, right? Again, it's just a balance. Once you become the choreographer, guess what? You're the leader. And once you're the leader, guess what? Everybody has to go around your schedule because you're the choreographer. Mm. <laughs> so if the choreographer is not there, again, this is where boss mentality always comes from. Again, I'm just a natural leader, so maybe I wasn't paying attention to it as much. But once I once I became the choreographer of any gig, now y'all have to go off of my schedule because the, the show will not go on if the <clears throat> choreographer is not there to teach you to dance. <clears throat> so um, I created the dance school. I created the dance school first because, I, again, I wanted a business that was a reflection of me. And a reflection of what I love. And a dance school was in New York City. That's where our first location is. And if they say if you can make it in the concrete jungle, you can make it anywhere. So, yeah, that's where that's where the first school was. And then now it's uh, a location in Central Jersey and one in Philadelphia as well. So, um, yeah, I just really love what I do. It took me to amazing places. And this was with no dance training whatsoever. So again, just self motivation and raw talent. Wow! For that listener out there, you just got to try it. Don't even. Hey, I never went to school for it. Or if you really, if it's in your spirit, it's in your heart. Just do it. And I, I, <laughs> I got this a couple of days ago. I had a listener say, "Murph, I heard you say you went to school for accounting. You didn't do communication or public speaking, anything like that, growing up." That was the last thing I was thinking about. It was basketball <laughs> and let me be an accountant to be able to count my money and to know money, how money. to invest. <laughs> yes. It wasn't nothing on, you know, Corey, you know, being a, a editor, producer, content creator, radio, none of that stuff. But as years went on, like I told you, I had that gap from once I was done playing, being, as my son like to say, daddy duties. People mm -hmm. like yo, your voice. You, you know, you got a radio voice, or you know, you should you tell do. people you actually your story. do. I agree. And I, see, you see what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there <laughs> like, uh, you know, I never really, I never really thought about you know being a radio host or a personality. I mean, I, I talk being the captain of my teams and leading successful teams, but I never thought that would carry over. Then mm. after a while, it's like, hey, I'm tired of the corporate world. They giving a brother a hard time. God, I need to do something. I need to do something with sports, but I got to use my voice because athletically, I don't have the same jump and speed as I once had. But how can I still have an impact to where I once did, to where I was traveling? I was being able to give back and, and, and still have uh, enjoyment and the love of the game as I once had. And boom, that's when Why Not Sports uh, came about. So, yes, to your There's point. Something that you said. There's something that you said that's important. Like, you were able to use your voice and, and such as a captain and, and a leader on your team. People don't understand that everything in life that we do counts. Everything, right. like every time we do something is going into the bank account of experience. Until that bank account is full and now you it's time for you to withdraw and you become the teacher. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's I feel like that's what happened. I always say that with basketball too. Basketball taught me how to be a leader already. I didn't go to school for business, but I have several businesses. <laughs> Right, I love it. Right. And, and it's just because everything that you've been doing has been leading up. Like yeah. all these type of leadership positions that I was putting over and over and over again. Like it just starts to make sense. Like you just knew that you were a communicator in some way, shape, or form. And now look at what you're doing. Like we, you were already doing that. Yeah. It just so happens that you're just putting it into a more professional type of environment. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there right now that they could be entrepreneurs right now. 
That's one thing that I say in my book. I bet you whatever job you are working right now is giving you all types of skills for you to be an entrepreneur, yep. but you're just using it for them. Yep. Like every like they they force us to wear to wear so many different hats. You're learning how to do database. You're learning how you're learning how to do all these different things that you could apply in your own business. So you can do it. And you speak about author. We didn't even talk about best selling author. <laughs> we gonna talk about it. I I have it right here. Like like Merv, make sure you bring this up because I might be able to use your help on writing my second book. But we'll say that for offline. But please, please, please talk about your book and just kind of where they can find it and what they can expect for those who purchase it. Absolutely. So the book um, is synonymous with the brand. It's called Think Like a Boss, 31 Tips to Build Your Brand from the Inside Out. Mm. So it's ba- I wrote the book when I was 31. That's why it's like an off number. And it's basically tips to help you start grow and market your business so it doesn't matter where you are in business this book will help you and again when i say build your brand from the inside out for example tip number 31 is get your mind right Mm. we've been talking about my mindset this whole time and i always say the way you do one thing is the way you do everything Mm -hmm. so if you are healthy if you are a helter skelter person your business will reflect that like you have to make sure you are ready for this journey because entrepreneurship is not for everyone. I don't push entrepreneurship on people, yeah. but when you're ready, come to me, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't push it on people because it's not <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> so I, love it. I tell you, if you if you're ready to go down that route, you better have some habits in place, some discipline in place, some mindsets in place, some meditation in place, something that's going to keep you grounded because it's not for the faint at heart. So. Um, you can find the book on, you can get a signed copy on my website at ladythinkboss.com or you can go on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles, um, they're on there as well. So think like a boss. You said a signed copy? Yes, you can get a signed copy on my website. Can it like get it personalized though? Like to D Murray? Yeah, they're, Thanks they're for personalized, being, yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure like, <laughs> oh, because I again I love our people, but oh yeah, you get a signed copy just saying thank you by so and so. Like, but I wanted a no, personal no, message. No, no, no. Yeah, the sign the ones from the from the website come from my house directly. Okay. So good, that's why good. they get to get signed. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm just beginning. We're gonna keep it a buck. We're gonna I'm gonna keep it real. That's why I want to know because I'm gonna come through and support. But I, I might I just want a personal message. That's all. I got you. That's funny. I got you. I got you. Because I have a few books of, you know, some pre- some previous guests. And I'm not calling nobody out, but you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to support it. And it's like, hey, thank you for purchasing the book. And then it's kind of like. Oh, no, no, no. I try to write something nice in each one. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we're going to backtrack now. Back to dance and choreography and who you've been able to work with and work for. You said earlier the dope people but the companies mtv vh1 bt abc annie i'm just naming a few yes oh my god um like you big time like you big time i'm just (laughs) glad that i can have a few minutes of your time today i'm just throwing it out there it's just like sometimes when i just sit and reflect it's just like oh my god thank you like it's just i just (laughs) i just get so full of gratitude because it's like i worked so hard for it so when we talk about it, it just brings me into this euphoric place. Like, wow, God, thank you so much for your favor. Yeah. But it's really because, like I always say, when you have a talent, when God gives you something, it's your job to foster it. Mm-hmm. So I've been blessed to uh, 
do some shows with Ludacris uh, at Nassau, Nassau Coliseum in New York City. Um, worked with Buster Rhymes and interviewed him years after that as a host now, you know, since I kind of switched positions. Yes, ma'am. Which I thought was pretty amazing. Um, Dougie Fresh is also someone I was able to work with. Um, Biz Marquee. Like a lot of the old school cats that some you know some of these new school kids don't really don't know even about. Like, who is that? Right. Like, who? <laughs> who? <laughs> um, on a reggae tip, uh, Mr. Vegas, because I am Caribbean, so that yeah. was exciting for me. Um, and again, oh Snoop Dogg, I was able to do with the the gig. The one of the gigs I had with BT was for the BT Hip Hop commercial when the year that Snoop Dogg was the host and I was in that commercial so I was able to to work with him as well nice and it's just like dance has got me on stages like Radio City Music Hall in New York City just some legendary places oh Bobby Brown was someone I was just able to work with like two three years ago because you know what it's really hard to pull me off the stage at 35 I still would do a dance show or two come on like as, if, it's, if it's a big show I'm like alright let me go stretch <laughs> this is gonna come through so anytime we do have uh, gigs that come across my desk for like a Miami or like before the pandemic hit we were supposed to dance in Brazil like Ooh. with Lisa Lisa, I don't know if you know Lisa Lisa and the Colt Jam. You know, I, I worked with, with that. Um, Boleg Lou. So, yes, ma'am. Oh, I actually worked with Paul. Yeah, yeah, that is so funny. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just being humble right now, but yeah, yeah, he, right, yeah, yes, right. I worked with, with his brother Paul. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, so, um, the whole freestyle world, there's a whole uh, genre that people don't really pay attention to, so I'm still in that genre working with some of the 80 sensations throughout that time, and they are booking like we are out here on tour too, and of course, I was all canceled because of the pandemic, but I was just blessed to work with so many amazing people. And the thing that I tell people, even with um with ABC, I was on a, a game show with Michael Strahan. The uh, Pyramid. The Pyramid show. And I actually won because, you again, we already talked about that dog mentality. I ain't coming on no show. I ain't coming on no show to play with y'all. I'm coming Come with on. the money. The t- yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I saw that too, though. Did yeah. you see it? It, yes, it was ma'am. such a great experience. Yep. It was such a great experience. And it's just like, I tell people all the time, I don't get... I don't get some type of way around celebrities. Why? Because these are who people, these are people who choose to show up and be who God wanted them to be. Yeah. And anybody can be a celebrity. Yeah. Like they, to me, they're just people that really honed in on their craft. And that could be anybody. Yeah. That could be anybody. So I just tell people, stop putting people on pedestals and get your own. Get your own pedestal and, and focus on what you do well and do it all the time. We're all a genius at something. Mm. And, and that's the thing. People don't pay attention to their signs. Those little standing ovations I got, you know, seventh grade talent show. Like, these are all signs. Like, what are you good at that you've been ignoring, right? No, I didn't go to school of business, but I'm killing it in business. No, you ain't go to school for communications, but you're killing it in communications. Like, we need to pay attention to what we are good at. There's, you know, uh, Kevin Hart, I'm pre- he didn't go to school to be to be a comedian, right. but he's funny, the funny guy in his family. Yeah. And look how he pimped that, yeah. right? That's just something that he's really good at, and he just honed on it and made it his craft. There's so many people out here that have so many amazing talents. Like, I don't care what it is. It can be marketable. We don't have to be starving artists. We can make it work in business. That's why I said, when you ready... To whoever's listening, when you ready, come to me. But if you got excuses, don't come to me because I don't like excuses. You go wait. You go wait that out. Wait that out when you're done with your excuses. But after that, you can come to me. And I enjoy, I enjoy the conversation. 
by the way. And it's interesting how we come along, not we, me and you, but people that are successful, how they want to feed, hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. Look at me. Like, bruh. I don't want to be around you or at least talk about what you trying to feed me because it's not attracting me to ask or inquire. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think what you said is key because even with me, I don't push people to, hey, man, you need to be a podcaster or you need to do this. Hey, Murph, you dope, man. Hey, can you got some tips? Or I'm more willing because now you took time and you gained the confidence to reach out. And nine times out of 10, you're going to get a response because that lets me know you had some interest instead of me. Hey, man, you need to come check me out, bro. You need to do this. Or, or, or hey, man, hey, sis, can, you know, come check me out. Or, hey, you need to, you know, do this and do that if you want to go to that next level. Like, hey, each to each his own. So that was dope when you hey. said what you said regarding uh, just kind of not force-feeding your brand to people. When they're ready, they'll come Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's how Jesus was. He always <laughs> around. He's not going to say, hey, you need to serve me. Up, you don't serve me. Bad things gonna happen when you ready, right. and he gonna be right there. I was waiting all along. Mm-hmm. You ready? Okay, now I got some stuff for you. Now you gonna go through some some growing pains, but now that you came up to me, you you you, you, you submitted, you surrendered. I got you. So the same concept. Mm-hmm. And there's some gems right here. I'm writing, <laughs> I'm writing it down myself <laughs> as, as we talk. And I'm like, man, that was good. It is a Sunday. Yeah, that was a good, yeah, that was a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> oh man but no that's dope that's dope and, and and even being around the celebrities and the famous people some people don't know how to behave themselves or, or, or they come off so thirsty to where that legend or that entertainer or celebrity is like yo you your intentions are wrong yeah yep so what was it about not, not, you when it came to that um again i don't i don't get starstruck i think the one time that i almost did mess up that's what i'm about to say not for nothing (laughs) what i did because you know if you have a crush on somebody like when you have a crush that's completely different i agree especially when you see them in person you be like (laughs) right so i was interviewing um lance grove and that that was the only time i'm like alex sis you need to calm down sis (laughs) like (laughs) because <laughs> you know when you got a crush on somebody it's a completely different again situation i could imagine but overall yeah but overall again they're just people yeah and i love people i'm a people person so that's there's right. nobody well maybe michael jackson but he's dead yeah, but besides right. that there's no way that's going to get me so starstruck that i can't be myself mm-hmm. right nobody mm-hmm. 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 now this is dope this, this, is, this mm-hmm. is good stuff this is good stuff so for that one listener out there, I, I just I can feel that one listener like, yo, like at least for for you, Miss Alex, mm-hmm. what what is it for you to keep you going when you're down? What's your why or what do you believe your purpose is when things might not go your way or because of these times or trying times for you to still stay motivated? Well, for me, my why is a couple of things. My why is my legacy, right? Um, And my legacy doesn't necessarily mean like what I leave behind um, for my son. That's part of it. But it's also all the people I touch on the way. So every every time I help somebody, I'm like, you're also part of my legacy. Because now if you win, that means I'm winning too. Yeah. 
So that's huge to me. And the fact that I already, as a social entrepreneur, right? A social entrepreneur, someone who wakes up and try to realize and how to how to make someone else's life better. That's purpose. There's difference between passion and purpose. Passion might be dance in my dance school, but purpose is think like a boss. Purpose is, you know, being part of the greater good and making sure that you're trying to awaken and enlighten people around you. So that to me is my why, because people, I tell people that you need to find your purpose because someone right now is waiting for you. Like someone right now is waiting for what you have to offer and your key might be the key to unlock someone else's prison. So they are waiting for you to show up and be who you are to help set them free. And if once people think about it in that way, like sometimes your pain is leading you to your purpose or your story, someone is waiting for your story. Because mm-hmm. that story, that story sounds like someone else's story and they are still imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Right? So just the fact that I know that love is the catalyst that makes everything go round. And that's something that my business and my movement is rooted in. So that's always my why to stay motivated. And plus, lastly, for myself, I feel like people forget that at the end of the day, your soul is what you're here to please. Your soul. And once you once you start to ignore your soul and your soul's purpose, that's where depression starts to come in. That's when all these other ailments start to come in because you're stopped listening to yourself. Unfortunately, we're in this place. We're in a day and age where our true authentic selves are buried under everyone else's expectations. So once we start to lift up everyone's expectations of us, the, you know, the society's expectations, our parents' expectations and really get back to who we are. Like in this world, I refuse to be anybody but myself. There you go. That keeps me grounded as well, that I'm always showing up as my truest, authentic self to change lives. Who, like, I want to leave this earth. I don't know. I don't care what anybody's religious religion is. When I get to wherever I'm going, the pearly gates, wherever, I want to go empty. I want to go on E. Because that means I gave everything I got. Yeah. Every talent I got, I gave it back. Every dream I had, I lived it through. Everything I wanted, I manifested. I want to go completely empty and be like, "What that? Yeah. I'm here. To, I'm just here to chill at this point. Because huh. there's no, there's no regrets. I did everything that you wanted me to do. God, thank you so much. Let's go chill. <laughs> there it is. Maybe watch some Netflix or Hulu too. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. <laughs> the last question I have for you, mm-hmm. and I didn't even talk about this even on Why Not Sports. You're a podcaster. You're a content creator. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I, yeah, just like talk, talk about that. Yes. Um, yeah, podcasting, again, something I love. Radio, something I love. I was actually uh, one of the first women of color in my school, St. Peter's University, to have my own hip-hop radio show Come on. when I was there. So, again, hip-hop is just such a huge part of, of me, what I do. My dance school is called The Evolution of Hip-Hop. So it went from radio and so when I came back to podcasting, it was something that was so familiar to me just because, you know, I used to do radio in the past. So again, everything is synonymous across the board. That's marketing and branding. It's called the Think Like a Boss podcast. And it's a team of us. It's not just me because, again, sometimes I do travel a lot to London and that's where a lot of our our events take place as well. So I do have a team that is holding me down. 
uh, with the podcast. And we try to talk about, you know, different topics in regards to bossing up, different topics in regards to our community, the black community, things like that. I mean, we we do it live every Monday. It is a live show. So we go on Instagram live, Facebook live. So people ask us questions while we're on air. Gotcha. And then it also goes on Spotify and Apple podcasts and things like that after we're done. But it is just something, again, for me, I say with Think Like a Boss, you have no excuse. We have so many different mediums. Again, just knowing communications and knowing the entertainment industry, you either got to get me on the book, you're going to get me on the TV show, you're going to get me on a podcast, you're going to get me on something. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse at this point. So whoever likes podcasting, that's kind of where they get us. Hopefully our TV show can start back up once this pandemic is over. If you like TV, that's where you'll get us. You know, just different things like that. So every Monday is our podcast and you can catch us live on Instagram. I think like a boss NJ. There it is. There it is. There it is. Unless you got something else. You've blessed uh, the D Murph brand, not only with Why Not Sports, but this episode right here. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I greatly appreciate you, though. I, I really do. And, and your energy, like I told you when we first spoke during these times, is, is definitely uh, therapeutic. It, it's something that I, as a host, reciprocated that your way and. and, and more of us need to continue to come together because we need each other and to uplift and encourage one another as you know we we deal with this uh, as a community and 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 as black people so so miss alexandra thank you very much thank you so much for having me and like you said especially during these times uh i had to pray and meditate to even get to a place where i could still show up as love and light because again as an energy worker as a healer um, you know, this time actually takes a toll, takes a toll yeah. on anybody who's just involved. So I just want to just actually just shout out the black community in general. Yeah. We are hurting right now yeah. and we just need to realize we are all in this together. And what happens to one of us happens to all of us. So, yes, I understand your outrage. I understand like we we all understand and we we all need to have that much compassion when speaking to each other. I refuse to argue with any person of color right now i refuse i I will not do i will not do it so i just want to send love and light to anybody who is listening um around this time and like we just gotta keep hope alive and hope that it will get better y'all heard her y'all heard alex (laughs) y'all heard little ai y'all heard her y'all heard her (laughs) hey man we need to love on each other encourage one another especially during these times if you can just before you go, just let the world know how they can find you, how they can find your merchandise, just how they can find everything associated with your company. Absolutely, absolutely. So Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, it's all think like a boss and Jay across the board. Um, even though I, I hate Twitter, I, I barely tweet, but I am on there. I know like, <laughs> like I'm barely on there, but I know some of you guys like like the Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then again, our website for any additional information on any online courses that we have going on and anything that we did in the past is actladythinkboss.com. And our podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under uh, Think Like a Boss NYC. There it is. Again, for the Flagrant 2 crew, make sure y'all show love. Make sure y'all give feedback to this great, great person who, like she said, worked, working, and have worked with a lot of great people. Took a few minutes of her day 
to connect with yours truly. I'm definitely grateful for that and look to uh, stay in connection with you once this all ease up some to where, you know, yes. can, can uh, see what's next in the cars. But overall, for the first time, listeners, thank you for tuning in. For the avid listeners, what up? Appreciate everybody. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's dmurf. I don't tweet as much either, but I'm working on that. I promise. Like I told, <laughs> I told Alexandra, I said, "Hey, I'm all, I'm getting to the point to more visuals, more of a social media presence, similar to you. I am working on that team. So I'm, uh, you know, like I said, give me six months to a year at the most. Yeah, I be saying, hey, I'm in London. Well, I'm here because <laughs> it's coming. I, I yeah, we gonna that. get that. Yeah, we gonna manifest that definitely. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate the love and support as well. And all right, the world. Oh, before I go, you can find this show on most platforms. And if there's not a platform you do not see this show on, please let me know. Now I'm out, and y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again Setting trends like you winning the win Fighting the good fight, sick of the sins Connecting dots now with all the pins We just trying to be good men yeah. Adore my wife and I love my kids uh, I never let them down, never uh, let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause I'm brown, that's okay I got the blood of a king Sword in the dream, ain't all with a scene uh-huh. Try to turn us to fiends We drown in the streams while we chasing that green Woo. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all And stop chasing that thrill, y'all These beliefs trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal y'all So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rockin' with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin Being better men We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya